Evening in the Steel City. Gavin, how are you? I'm alright, alright. Lockdown. Not Getting so down on lockdown. Staying alert and all that nonsense. Staying sensible. Trying to stay sensible is the best way. Is the best way. Thankfully, I've got an employer who uh, is uh, a, a lot more cautious than governments. <laughs> They're using their good old fashioned British common sense. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, that'll get us through. That and some bulldog spirit. Yeah. Having a bulldog spirit vaccine. That's, that's <laughs> pump, pump it into your veins. Pump it into our veins. Yeah, it'll be fine. Into our veins. Have you been watching uh, any of the uh, the Michael Jordan documentary? Have you dipped your toe? Or? Uh, a, a little bit, a little bit. I've watched the first one. Yeah. The first one. I'm slow to it. I've been deep in other things on Netflix and stuff. In it. <laughs> what have you been watching? Uh, I just watched Chernobyl. Oh show. yeah, God yeah, yeah. That was good. I quite enjoyed that. It was a bit, bit far fetched in places, but uh, far fetched. I don't know. Just seemed over dramatic. The uh, reenactment. Is this the Sky Atlantic series that was on a couple of years ago? Year yeah, ago? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I just, I don't know. It seemed... I mean, it did happen, and all those people. Yeah, yeah, but I just mean sort of. I don't know. It seemed a bit. You know, obviously, you've got to make it entertaining. There's got to be a bit poetic license, I guess. But uh, no, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the parallels with the mismanagement leading to disaster yeah. between those people and our government were alarming. I set you some homework to watch uh, another series that was going on at the same time. A heated rivalry, if you will, from the uh, from the late 90s. The Knicks Heat. Um, yes. Who were uh, big Atlantic Division rivals, I, I believe it was, when back in the old two-division days... Um, yeah, no, well, also it occurred to me, this is this is when we lived together. Yes, it was, yeah, the back end of sort of 98, uh, summer of 98 yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, they had that um, seven-game series in 97, which ended in PJ Brown <laughs> throwing uh, Charlie Ward, Charlie Ward a few rows into the crowd. Um, and um, there was some bad blood, to say the least. Going yes. Into, going into this first round series in '98. Yes, there was plenty of bad blood. Pat Riley, that still lingered. I mean, it, look, never let it be said that the New York Knicks fans don't hold a grudge, as it were. So, uh, yeah, there was that. That was there. And yeah, the previous year they they were with Van Gundy coming up under Pat Riley, and then Pat Riley going like they were both built to play in a certain sort of way and then then yeah over there in the atlantic division they were like on a collision course yeah there was, it was very much the uh, student against the teacher if you will um van gundy obviously coming up under pat riley and his brother being on stan being on the uh, on the heat staff as well uh, yeah it was that kind of angle uh, yeah, it was just it was just little points all over the place. Looking like John Holmes on the sidelines, <laughs> <laughs> with that fucking <laughs> dodgy porn tash and the 
Kerlis and stuff. Um, bit more like Ron Jeremy, to be honest. Well, yeah, it's not like I was thinking of. I don't, yeah, I don't know. One of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of those dudes who got their schlong out a lot. Yeah, Miami with a two seed. Um, obviously, would have been three seed now, as you say, because the, the two divisions. I think the division winner got the sort of superior seeding, didn't they? Even if they didn't have the superior yeah. record. I think Indiana won uh, 58 games that year. The, the Heat won 55. But Knicks, the seven seed. So massive underdogs coming into this one in the media. Yeah, no, well, that that kind of that that's what the best sort of Knicks teams are built on, isn't it? That. Yeah, getting the crowd going and stuff, and the, and just yeah, grinding it out if you will. I've always wondered how how you marry those two things. We're the greatest city on earth, but we're the underdogs. <laughs> the Knicks crowd seem to thrive off that though. I don't know. It's uh, yeah, they're like yeah. they're like it's, a trier, if you will. It's a strange mentality. It's a strange mentality. I think. Yeah, not a classic. A not a classic Rick, uh, Knicks roster banish stretch. Um, there was. Sort of like a 37-year-old Terry Cummins, Buck Williams. Um, the last legs, if you will, for that kind of Ewing team, wasn't it? And I, I think was, it kind uh, of Ewing is a classic team. team, though, isn't it, though, because of this series? Like, this is this is, a, this is one of my favourite Knicks teams. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mason had gone by then, hadn't he? And, uh, Mason had gone. I, I mean, I, I think I prefer the year after when Camby had come in. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of the last, last sort of run for Oakley, wasn't it, as part of this team? Um, yeah, age, yeah. Age was showing a bit. Yes, yes. His age was showing. Yeah. And Pat, Pat, Pat was <laughs> icing them knees like like Tom Berenger in Major League by that point. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, uh, Ewing got injured just, I think it was before Christmas, uh, before the year, so he was out. Uh, he'd been out all season, really. Yeah. Uh, I think he'd... He broke his wrist trying to catch an alley-oop against the Bucks or something. Um, so he was kind of out the whole sort of first round. Uh, didn't come back till sort of the next series. They're rolling out Chris Dudley, if you will. Um, who, uh, who, who the Knicks crowd <laughs> seemed to like, really. I mean, he couldn't hit a fucking three-footer in the lane wide open, but um, um, he'd get his six fouls every game. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he definitely would. Make opposing yeah. centers work. Uh, Miami won, won game one uh, in Miami. The Knicks, Nick won, uh, if you will, uh, in game two. Yeah. Um, and then That made it lively. Yeah. Uh, and then lost game three uh, at home. But Sean Leonard had a couple of big games. Remember him? Good three-point shooter on the, on the old yes, NBA Live yes, he games. Did. He was just one of those guys. Just He was money yeah. on, on sort of any Nintendo game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of what he did as well in those games, wasn't it? He was, he was, he was hot. Yeah, he yeah. was hot. Yeah, in those. Um, which brought us to sort of game four at the Garden. If you watch the the broadcasts, um, TNT, wasn't it, with uh, uh, Vern Lundquist uh, and yeah, Doc Rivers. Vern, safe pair of hands. Not exactly Mister Charisma though. Um, Kind of more suited to golf, if you will, than sort of playoff basketball. I yeah, don't know. We no, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it be nice to have Marv on this game or something, you know? Yes, somebody who could try and inject a bit of excitement. Yeah. Looks like a man who uses Let's a tease. Looks like a man who uses a tease made. <laughs> <laughs> and makes mellow birds in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> never going to get too carried away. What's happening? You know, he's. Uh, He's not exactly going to give you the mic bream bang, is he? Uh, 
when uh, Vachon let no, out. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's no sort of, there's no sort of audible highlights from it that you remember. Yeah. There's no, no. <laughs> no, no turn of phrase, no in the moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the kind of the the, uh, the the pre-game build-up with Ernie Johnson and stuff, the kind of already digging the Nick's grave. There's the uh, playing the old uh, always look on the bright side of life uh, and stuff as though yep. you know this is it for the Knicks. Um, lots of talk in the media about you know you wanted ugly, you've got ugly. This is you know it's going to be an ugly, ugly series. Um, so the, the, yeah, there was all sorts going on. The build up and no one really gave the Knicks a chance, so uh, this was kind of a must win game, if you will, uh, for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, no, well, yeah, they were it was, it was easy, wasn't it, in those days? Because one of the things I always remember about Patrick Ewing is I've got virtually no memories of him playing meaningful basketball. I remember him always being injured, I remember him having those shoes and thinking. This guy must be really good, if you know what I mean. This guy must be really good. Did you ever have a pair of those Ewing trainers? The blue suede ones, yeah. Yeah, I had a black suede. They were like the blue suede ones. Frankenstein boots. They were like Frankenstein boots, and they, you could get some suede like champion mid that, like, high yeah, tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one. Not... Kind of similar without all the bulk on the top. They were really good. Yeah, they were like sort of probably decent skate shoes, I'd imagine, back in the day. Because they would, they kind of yeah. like they had like a mid version, didn't they, in suede and yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were really nice. The Heat, outside sort of Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning, didn't have a great deal of firepower. I mean, Leonard would sort of, you know, blow hot and cold. Dan Marley was basically like a fucking Frankenstein walking at this point. You know, he was on his last legs. Yeah. He was pretty much fucked <laughs> uh, physically and. Um, yeah, yeah, he gone to Miami to retire, hoping the warm heat would help his fucking joints or something. Yeah, Jamal Mashburn had uh, been injured sort of pretty much the second half of the season, so he was kind of in and out of the lineup, um, spelling Marley. So yeah, they, they both teams really struggling to sort of generate offense. Alan Houston was another one who just blow hot and cold. I mean, Starks was kind of your sixth man at this point, wasn't he? Um, so you you, you look though. You can see where they threw all that money, like the, the, the Alan Houston contract. You look at him, and like he's like Jeff Green or something. He was like the the, the yeah, prototype yeah, yeah. Jeff Green. Like yeah. it's it's all there, and then you watch him, and for like five minutes or yeah, a couple yeah. of like three plays in a row, you're like fucking off, disappeared, not yeah, involved yeah, yeah. at all. If yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. For, you just for, forget he's on he the was, court, don't you? Yeah, yeah. At times he looked amazing. Like he just physically was at. Yeah, a step ahead of everybody else on the court in terms of what he had and his tools, but he like he just didn't put it to work. No, there was a few. Just didn't put it to work enough. That was one of the post sort of lockout contracts that they, you know, they came to regret, didn't they? It was uh, probably still paying. Yeah, but I can see why they give it to him if you know what I mean. I can see why they give it to him because it looked like right, okay, he's gonna get this penny's gonna drop but just never really did this game's like a microcosm yeah. like of his whole career yeah. if you know I mean, it's a really good example of like alan houston and the frustration that people sort of still feel with him yeah jamal mashburn had a strange career as well he was kind of was he massively hyped coming out of kentucky and, massively uh, massively hyped. Yeah, um he was like number four pick i mean he, he had, found like, out though in it yeah he had like i mean the dallas thing was obviously it's landing in the right 
sort of team and the right situation helps and stuff. And that all kind of fell apart really quickly, didn't it, with him and Kidd and Jackson? But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he had like an eleven-year career, but it was weird. He, he his first All-Star appearance was like two thousand two, two thousand three, when he's on that Hornets team, you know, and he made like third team NBA. But yeah. it was literally that was it. After that, he he had the knee injury and he was fucking out of the league, like literally within a year. And uh, yeah, just. Uh, I think he's super smart. I think he invested wisely and had loads of like fast food franchises. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like into like getting people's jobs and stuff. I think he, I think he really hooked that sort of stuff up. I think, I think he really focused on that part of his his life. I think. Yeah, he owns like fifty fucking Papa Johns and like hundred outback steakhouses and shit like that. You know, he wasn't daft. You know. Definitely, yeah. definitely a smart cookie. I think a lot of it was like though he was he was buying them and putting them places where people needed jobs and stuff. Like I think I think he was yeah. Oh no, he's I think he was good. L- legit nice dude by all accounts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people like some people go around and make a show of dropping out fucking Christmas presents out of the back of their out of their fucking SUVs if you know what I mean. Like I'm giving something back, but like no, if you know when people need jobs and structures and things like that, and and that that's the kind of stuff that should be celebrated more. To be fair, but yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair play to Jamal. Um, yeah. yeah. Charlie Ward, another character. I never liked Charlie Ward. I don't know. Remember he, remember he won the Heisman Trophy. He was yes, like, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, at Florida State, and um, ironically, they, they reckon he wasn't tall enough for the NFL, but he was tall enough for the NBA, which always seems <laughs> strange. NBA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he had a half decent career, but he was never. He was never one to get you out of your seat, was he? By any stretch, you know. Really easy to mix up with Chris Childs. I yeah. always found. Always rated Chris Charles though, just for sticking one on Kobe. Uh, always rated. Sticking one on Kobe, yeah. 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 He, always got ra- he always got ratings for that. Gave him fucking two piece to jaw. Bang. <laughs> Bang. Bang. breaks up between Kobe Bryant and Chris Childs. Chris Childs punched him twice. And Kobe is hot. It takes two officials to restrain him. Now Ewing is here. There's a bump here. Just keep watching these guys. Little shove there, Child shoves him, they talk. Now watch Childs, he's gonna hit him with the head, the little bump there, and boom, boom, two quick punches, and then Kobe throws a couple, so there'll be suspensions here. <laughs> uh, it was good. So yeah, um PJ Brown as well. Fuck it out. We did we talk about him? PJ Brown, yeah, there's some classics here. Buck Williams. Yeah. Terry Cummins, who looked like a fucking ninja turtle at that point. <laughs> the like, preacher, T C. I'd always forget. He was uh, he was on the Warriors after this for a couple of years as well. I was like, God, he was like nearly fossy. It was uh, there was some marginal talent. Let's put it that way. I mean, when the uh, the Heat's third guard was Eric Murdoch, who you know, if that's your bench spark, uh, you're probably in trouble. So it was yeah. pretty fucking turgid viewing. Let's be fair. Yes. Edgy, but um, it's not like watching. Uh, you know, Houston v. sort of Golden State game. I mean, I appreciate some people do like this kind of old school ruffled timble basketball. It wasn't exactly Nick's bold ninety two this though, was it? It's uh, it's pretty turgid stuff at times. Uh, yes, yes. It, it, yeah, it, it wasn't like hard. It was hard nosed, tough, well played. Both teams played hard, but let's just say the rosters kind of capped, put a ceiling on the entertainment level you're ever going to really see from this game. In terms of in terms of ability, Hardaway was head and shoulders. Like, yeah, the only one on the. Yeah, it was kind of. He had to kind of do it all, didn't he, uh, Tim? Uh, obviously, Alonso, yeah. Alonso had his moments and stuff. But I always found Alonso Morning quite an unpolished player. I don't know. He kind of he put his numbers up and stuff, but 
it was weird in the 90s. It's kind of like teams felt that if they had a seven-footer uh, or centre, they were at liberty to build the whole team around that player's strengths and stuff, where obviously the league shift a lot now. Unless you're sort of in the sort of all-NBA category of centres, teams are probably not going to build their team around you. And, um, you know, obviously Morning was a great defensive player and stuff. And a couple of times he won the defensive player of the year and stuff. You can see why they never really sort of got over the hump. Obviously, Jordan being around didn't help. But I, I never thought Morning would be the guy like Hakeem Olajuwon to sort of carry a team to a title. I don't know how you feel. It was, I, just don't, I, I, never, I never thought he was that good offensively. I felt, I felt he... <sighs> He looked like a player who might get better with age, but sort of illness derailed that, didn't it? Like, yeah. He looked like the sort of player who might get good in his late 30s when he couldn't rely on his... Because he had an extraordinary physique for somebody that size. Oh, yeah, he was a proper so, unit, wasn't he? He, was just, he always looked just, I don't know, a bit unpolished. I don't know. It's, he, didn't, he wasn't graceful, yeah, yeah, put because, it that way. Yeah, yeah, because he'd absolutely been able to, that, that body meant he'd been able to bully his way all, all the way to the very fucking top of the mountain, but at the top yeah. of the mountain there was Shaq, yeah. you know what I mean, like, yeah. and stuff like that, like, so once you get to the top, top, top draw, as Frank Lampard would put it, that, it, like, it, he got found wanting, but he looked like the sort of player who, maybe as he got older and a, a bit kind of slower and he, he couldn't rely on that physique anymore he might get better because he had all the sort of he had what you'd want from a center to start with but he just yeah illness sort of derailed it didn't he and cut his career short yeah he had the, the kidney thing didn't he late on and stuff but um he did come back yeah. from it but um tough time to be a center though in the 90s in the nba a lot of good big men out there yeah um, and a lot of a lot of well drilled old guys, if you know what I mean. Yeah. With like little kidney punches and shit, you know, the elbows and stuff like that. Lots of lots of well drilled veterans. got out and running and stuff uh, I mean Hardaway had that a great start to the game New York were kind of getting their points in transition uh, and Hardaway basically kept them in it didn't he I mean yeah he was never shy of launching it from three was he <laughs> he was very much a, a bit of a no 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 yes kind of guy wasn't he um, for a guy wasn't yeah, yeah yeah volume he, uh, yeah volume three point yeah. shooter sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't he was very much a prototype for today's guards Oh, God, yeah. Can you imagine him nowadays? He'd be, you know, a lot better version of sort of Kemba Walker, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm going to say a lot better version than Carrie Irving. Yeah. More. Smoother, more methodical. Mm. Both um, injured quite a lot. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing how much he posted up for a dude who was barely six foot as well. Uh, he he kind of watched this game and he's taking people down low, isn't he? Just... Because he was quite fat strong, ass. And, yeah, fat ass, just packing people down. It's uh, you, yeah. you just don't see that anymore, do you? In the league, no, no, not like that. Not from guards. No, not at all. You never see anybody like that size try and back down their man into the paint. Yeah, um, both teams have sort of stretches where they just can't score. Sort of Knicks will go like five minutes without scoring. 
uh, and then the Miami will just fall apart and stuff. And um, at one point in the third quarter, uh, Oakley ends up on Donald Trump's lap. Did you see that bit? They, uh, yes, they, yes. They go to Donny, creepy as ever after. He, uh, he's like, kind of giving it, oh, it's okay, yeah. I, know, I know him, and all this. And uh, he, he gives the peace. We're good friends, we're tremendous friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives the peace sign and stuff, and just creepy as ever. The fucking cunt. It's just... Tell you what, that fucking... That weird hair is the same there as well. I, I absolutely, exactly shocking. the same, yeah. Same fucking syrup. Yeah. Uh, same fucking same fucking thing going on with his head. Weird laced comb over. So Knicks were up sort of seven points after third quarter. A lot of foul trouble. It was get, getting quite niggly. Uh, Alonzo Mourning and LJ, yeah. definitely. A word for Larry Johnson, by the way. Um, just a, a monster on the fucking offensive boards in this game. Comes out with set like seven offensive yes. rebounds. A lot of the time, just getting his own rebound and stuff. Uh, I forgot how. Yeah, yeah, getting his own rebound. There's like there's about four offensive boards where he launches a shot and then just it's already going for the rebound. Yeah, I'll give you an idea how ugly this game is. <laughs> That's kind of one of the highlights. The kind of guys yeah. grabbing their own rebounds. Yeah, a lot of shot clock violations and stuff. A lot of dry runs and stuff. Resetting defenses. Yeah. Hardaway does Starks on the baseline with a ridiculous sort of crossover at one point and uh, gets the basket. Yeah. Like a proper sort of run TMC style sort of move, which was nice. And um, yeah, Chris Dudley clanging a free throw off the side of the backboard nearly. You see that bit at one point? Yeah. <laughs> so it literally doesn't even hit the fucking rim. So just hits shit. like, it's a fucking. How can you be that tall and spend that long <laughs> in the league? And literally, you literally hits like nearly hit the side of the fucking backboard. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> fucking hell. Just some horrendous, horrendous free throw shooting from both teams. It's just painful. Painful to fucking watch. Yeah, Alonzo Mourning tries to drag Miami back in it. Uh, Hardaway has a steal and sort of hits a three to cut it to sort of five. Uh, with just over two minutes left, and uh, it gets a bit a bit scrappy and touchy at this point. Hardaway hits another sort of pull up crossover sort of jump shot. Game's really close now. Sort of sort of three point lead. Uh, for the Knicks under two minutes to go. What do they do? They go to Chris Dudley, who misses a five-footer. <laughs> it's like, what, what, what's the offensive play call in here? What? I, know, I know what we need here, a Chris Dudley sort of fucking jump shot, which just misses badly. Um, the only thing he's ever been able to hit with a basketball was fucking Shaq, and he's massive. <laughs> Can you remember that one in that scrap? Yeah. <laughs> um, Ma- Mashburn has a wide open look at a three, um, which could have sort of tied it up. Turns it down, like he sort of pumps. Turns it down, yeah. And then sort of drives. Pumps it looks like he's gonna let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then t- drives to the basket, throws up like a ridiculous, like tough running sort of whatever fucking shot with like three men on him. Misses that. Alan Houston goes in the other end and scores. So that's. Sort of five point lead, fifty two seconds left. Morning gets fouled. He bangs into no, Dudley. Sort of just clatters into him, fucks his knee up. Uh, fouls out. I think Knicks fans are clapping Chris Dudley off. God knows why. Yeah. This is a fucking desperate yeah. year. What? Uh, morning. Morning hits a couple of free throws. Uh, like thirty nine seconds it's left now. most like you can watch those two free throws and it's like it's, they're in slow motion. Oh, yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. like fucking like. 
minions for him to take those two free throws. Yeah. Uh, LJ gets fouled at the other end after grabbing another offensive board uh, off his own miss. Uh, hits both, which was sort of, that's pretty much sealed it. Uh, 14 seconds that's... to go. Hardaway comes down the other end. This is this is where it all gets interested. This is why we watch this game. Uh, not out of some fucking sadomasochism. view of the old days. Yeah. Uh, Hardaway misses a three. Um, off off ball while this is going on. This is like with like three seconds left. Along, Larry jo- Johnson tries to set like a hard screen on, on morning, sort of off ball. They kind of get tangled up as, as the sh- sh- shot's coming out. It's about 1.5 seconds left at this point. And Larry throws a couple of sort of forearms towards yeah. Alonzo Morning's face. Yeah, he kind face. of throws his elbow at his chest, isn't it? Yeah. And that's... Uh, John, John Starks grabs a rebound. He's off down the other end. And then it happens. Hardaway, no. Rebound, New York. And fists are flying at the other end. Larry Johnson is one of them. Here we go. Oakley and Morning have at each other. And both of those guys will not play in game five. I guarantee you that. Van Gundy out. I don't know if it was Oakley. I, I couldn't see. I saw Johnson throwing punches. I think it was Larry Johnson. Pat Riley has made so much, as have his teammates, of the composure of Alonzo Mourning the last half of the season. I thought it was Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning. And it's just awful. Possibly the worst scraps I've seen. I've seen, I've seen uh... Yeah, it's the opposite of the punch. It was like, like a Bomber Graham fight in the early days. Uh, I don't know. Not, not much no, being no, landed. No, no, no. Fist. Either of them can throw. Neither of them had thrown a punch in their life. It's amazing. Well, La- two giant humans. Well, Larry at least kind of clenches his fist. Alonzo Mourning goes for like the sort of, I don't know, looks like he's slapping someone away from him. I don't know what he's doing. It's, uh... Johnson clen- clenches his fist like he's got some sort of palsy. Like they're all two turned in. <laughs> like he break his hand. Both of them look like they'd hurt themselves if they hit the other person. That's how bad it is, if you know what I mean. Like, Absolutely amazing! It's it is proper like fisticuffs. Yeah, it's pro it's proper handbags. Yeah, and then like and a, then he flies in. Yeah, like a streak of lightning out of nowhere comes Jeff, <laughs> like limp Christie pace. Uh, he, he te- no plan. Yeah, it's like he, he he like runs out, realizes suddenly, oh shit! Both of these have got like two feet on me. <laughs> you know so. His his plan is to dive down and grab Alonzo Mourning's ankle. <laughs> while that, while Oakley's trying to break it up, Pat Riley's out. <laughs> Brandon Malone's out. Oakley's trying to seriously break it up. If you know what I mean, Jeff Vagundi's face down <laughs> on the floor, clutching. It, it looks like Alonzo Mourning's out on tag. If you know what I mean, like he's not letting go. He's just wrapped around his fucking anger. And the thing is, right, you watch it, and you can look at Alonzo Morning. It takes him about 30 seconds to realise he's even there. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like he's... <laughs> and then he's like, what the fuck is that? What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's getting tossed about like a ragdoll. It's amazing. 
Just on the floor, like a fucking mop, just dragged around the face. He looked uh, He looked like a jockey who sort of fell off his horse in the Grand National, you know, just trying to hang on. <laughs> just like... <laughs> what did you think you were going to do there? If you know, like, what did you think you were going to do? If you know, just... I, d- I don't know who it is on the audio. You can hear just someone just going, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. 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 Pull <laughs> it in. Uh, Why it back, Jeff? But yeah, that had been brewing for a long time, though, hadn't it? They yeah. had not liked each other since shot, but like a long, long time. There was a lot of beef yeah. between those two. It's like yeah. a fact. I think they still like each other now to this day, kind of thing. No, no, yeah, definitely. I think, uh, yeah, there's definitely some bad blood. Uh, there'd been incidents between these two teams in you know previous games, as we said. It was just, yeah, all the Van Gundy Riley stuff didn't help either. <laughs> Vern Lundquist, yeah. Vern Lundquist just like, oh, right, shit, what do I say here? Doc Rivers is just like, that's just awful. It's just like, he's like, fortunately uh, for these guys, they're both awful fighters and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite yeah. funny. Luckily, neither of them can throw a punch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and the, ref just call, the refs just call the game then. It's just... Imagine it now, if you know what I mean. They keep everybody there for like 20 minutes while they went and discussed it and then kicked everybody oh, out. God, can you, you imagine if that happened? Can you imagine if that happened nowadays? How long the yeah, the broadcast had gone for after? They literally just went, "Oh, well, that's it. Then see if a game 5." <laughs> see if a game 5. Yeah. Doris would be down there on her hands and knees trying to interview Jeff. <laughs> Talk us through it, Jeff. <laughs> Talk us through it, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's there with fucking holes in the knees of his suit where he's been dragged around. <laughs> I love it how his hair just goes full fucking uh, Bill Murray and Kingpin style as well. Just goes <laughs> proper. Hello, and that fucking comb over goes wild. Yeah. It's the stack, I think, from the varnish on the floor or something. It's one of the, like, it, it's just one of the stupidest ideas you would ever have as well. Like, what, what do you think he was going to do? If you know what I mean. What did he think he was going to do? And, you know, if he did accidentally catch an elbow or something, he'd end up with, like, a fractured fucking eye socket or something. Like, yeah. just... No, you, no, stay in your lane, Jeff. Yeah. Well, think, can you remember yeah, the, the season before? Loads of the uh, Knicks players got suspended for leaving the bench, didn't they, during the brawl? Yeah. And got... That literally cost them the series. He doesn't play on the bench and he can do it. Yeah, but nothing happened to Van Gundy. He didn't get suspended. From from what I can remember, I know, I think Morning and LJ obviously got suspended. Uh, I think Chris Mills, who's another underrated goon, uh, got suspended for leaving the bench. And uh, But I don't think anything happened to Van Gundy. Giles Oakley's the one calming it down. He just looks embarrassed to be... Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Somebody call Robert Patch. Uh, right. There's a story in the, uh, the Jailblazers book about Chris Mills when he was on the Warriors. Apparently, he got into yeah. with uh, Bonzi Wells during a game and stuff, and uh, tried to wait for him in the parking lot at Oracle. Um, and uh, apparently, chased after the Portland bus in his car with loads of mates trying to fucking drive, trying to ram it off the road and stuff. So he was straight, he was straight off the bench. Fuck about Chris Mills. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris fucking Mills. I know, um, but now it's yeah, it's one of the all-time NBA moments, though, isn't it? Jeff yeah. just losing yeah, it's, losing it's his shit. Moment. 
it's a classic moment. Jeff on the fucking floor. Yeah. And it's it's worth watching just for the fucking three minutes of that. That yeah. fracar, you call it? A brouhaha. You... Of all of... Yeah. A brouhaha. <laughs> I'm back at dawn or something. Yeah. Um... It's just stupid as well because the game's over. The Knicks have won. Yeah. Yeah. Frustration, obviously. Because that, that, like we were saying, they were Miami were massive favourites and stuff. And it was kind of... They could see it slipping away, but... Um... In the end, I mean, Miami needed Alonzo Mourning a lot more than the Knicks needed yeah, Larry Johnson, that, really. Again, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, if you could, in that position, if you know what I mean, it, um, it was a great move from Larry Johnson in terms yeah. of literally people left with nothing after that. No, I mean, they just beat them pretty handily in Miami in game five, 98-81. Oakley played 48 minutes and like, played the whole game. 48? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alan Houston went for 30. Stark, Starks hit five threes, and I think that he had to start like Dwayne Corswell at centre. He'd not played a minute in the fucking series, and they had to wheel him out. Yeah, Jesus. They were fucked. Yeah, cost them massively, really. It's funny because, I don't know, Pat Riley's Lakers teams were obviously quite entertaining and run and gun, obviously, with Magic. Kind of, that was the way you were going to play, but every other stop, his teams weren't really the greatest to watch, were they? I mean, it, it, that was his kind of basketball, wasn't it? Hard, tough, defensive kind of basketball. That was really his identity, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll look back and remember. It's not the beautiful Brian game, is it? Any stretch. Basketball won't be, and yeah, it's not entertaining. He's not the Brian Crawford for basketball, that's for sure. Yeah, the Knicks went on. They lost to the Pacers in the next round, obviously, and the Bulls won the title. Uh, I think Ewing came back briefly, but it was pretty much it for Pat at this point. They traded to sort of Marcus Camby and Spreewell and had that finals run, which we sort of referred to a few podcasts ago. But yeah, they kept meeting up again, these teams, didn't they? The Knicks sort of, sort of seemed to have the edge. It was weird. Yeah, it was, it was odd. They seemed to just raise their games for the Heat. It was, it was one of the last great rivalries that yeah. actually went on for a long time. It did, yeah, yeah. You know, it was a good five or six years kind of thing. And I don't, I don't miss the kind of a lot of the sort of play in these NBA games. I do, I do miss a lot of the fucking rivalries though from the nineties. You don't seem to get that as much now, bar the odd few teams. You know what I mean? Obviously, we've had like the Rockets and Warriors and Cavs and the Warriors, and doesn't seem to be a lot of bad blood like this anymore in the league, which. I do, I do kind of miss. They cut the fighting out, didn't they? They just the suspensions would yeah. be a lot harsher nowadays, wouldn't they? After the malice at the palace thing, that that was kind of the tipping point, wasn't it? I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was a that that was a landscape changer for sure. But... The thing is, with a lot of these fights, they were just funny. They weren't, you know, no one was getting seriously hurt, were they? They were, <laughs> they, were they were just sort of more fucking. Yeah, no, they weren't boxers. No, they weren't boxers. Uh, it was more Benny Hill than fucking, you know, heavyweight yeah. contests. It yeah. was. That's all a fucking comedy. Yeah, we would say go and watch uh, this game on our YouTube channel, but sadly, uh, the powers that be at the NBA and uh, and YouTube have uh, put a stop to that. Um, so you'll have to dig and test and see if you can find it elsewhere. But uh, thanks for all the nice messages and emails. And uh, hopefully we'll be back at some point uh, in some capacity uh, when we find out what we can and cannot show. Um, so... So, yeah, I can't imagine the NBA is going to be back anytime soon. So, uh, we're going to have to get creative, no. I guess. I just don't see how it works. No. You know, they, they keep saying, oh, we're going to do this. But I just, I cannot see how possibly it can come back while the rest of society is kind of dealing with this. I just, I can't see it. I don't know about you. 
don't see how any of it comes back, to be honest. No. I don't see how any of it comes back. No, I can't. No. If, you know what I mean, if, if there's these billion dollar industries, these, these fucking organizations with full medical staffs and state-of-the-art facilities where they can, like, isolate and stuff like that, you know what I mean, people, and, but they can't guarantee anybody's safety. It's all the ancillary yeah, stuff, isn't it? Are, you know, all yeah. the media and all the, all the staff and stuff. You just, you know, what are you going to say? You, you can't have anyone over the age of 60 sort of around this. It's just, it's impossible. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I just don't, I can't see how it's, how any of it can work, you know. You can't have Greg Popovich sort of strolling up and around. He'd be bound commentating and stuff. The dude's like 84, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, he, if he claps for a dose of it, he's fucked, do you know what I mean? It's, I just can't well, see I, it. I don't know how you have it in arenas with no, no fans, if you know what I mean. Well, I, just, be... I don't know how they do it. Yeah, it just would be like a summer league scrimmage game, wouldn't it? I guess, and I just, I don't know. Yeah, who wants to watch that? I don't so, know. So, yeah. I think if they was if they were smart, if they were smart, I think they'd look at maybe trying to bring back like the G League or something. Yeah, like it's much smaller facilities, much easier to control. They're not the same sort of fan bases to wanting to go, if you know what I mean. And that people would watch watch it because it's basketball isn't it and it's it's close enough to the nba it's almost if you know what i mean it's like pro evo <laughs> in that they look like the franchises almost yeah you know what I, mean? I just don't see the so, point though it's it just seems pointless exactly, exactly there's nothing you can really do with the thing the years are right off but yeah i do think it yeah there's a lot of guys in there who are going to miss opportunities because of it whereas right. yeah the players in the league they're already there Reminds me of when the Montreal Expos kind of could have won the World Series in 1994, but the season got cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, you baseball is, that, is that baseball? Yeah, that's baseball, yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of baseball, friend of the podcast, uh, Jeremy Patterson, a new arrival in the uh, in the Patterson household uh, yesterday. Uh, so shout out to him and his, uh, and his lovely wife. And, uh, and baby Ray, a new arrival. So there you go. Congratulations. So, uh, Shout out to, to the Pattersons. Yeah, Gavin. Um, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to be next on the air. We've got a few guests we can possibly get lined up, but I'm kind of conscious of the audio quality. And uh, I don't know, doing podcasts for the sake of doing podcasts. Um, it's nice to have everyone in studio and whatnot. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we might be back. Uh, so apologies if this does sound a bit uh, hit and miss uh, audio wise, but uh, we're doing our best. We're trying, we're trying to have the best we can in these, uh, <laughs> in these, in these trying times. In these we're doing times. the best we can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, rate, subscribe, like, uh, follow us on the Instagram, uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts and whatnot, and uh, check us out in all the usual places. We might be on Spotify. I've got to sign up for that, but I'm not sure if I've got mm. that linked uh, yet. So. But yeah, I'm not going to force you to watch any more Miami Heat versus New York Knicks uh, basketball yeah. anyway. Get stuck into Last Dance, and we can uh, we can have a wrap up with that. Yeah. The last two episodes yeah. uh, are going to be out this weekend, and um, I'll you, catch up with that. you'll not be happy about MJ's comments about uh, Gary Payton. So uh, yeah, he tries he tries to dismiss. He tries to dismiss uh, the gloves' defensive uh, capabilities in the in the recent episodes. So get it watched and uh, we can fire back. 
And uh, yeah, we might do the Sonics Bulls sort of final that's series because that's long overdue. Yeah. Because uh, they kind of don't even mention Sean. I tell you what I did love. What? I tell you what I did love this week. You see that picture of Isaiah Thomas at that fucking college game waving that massive crying Jordan head at the camera. How was <laughs> it? Massive grin on his face. Really? <laughs> Check it out. It's amazing. Oh, Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomas. Yes. 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 Okay. Like, t- t- like the fucking crying Jordan cardboard cutout head right. is like twice the size of it. A little Zeke's there, turned around to this camera, grinning like a motherfucker, <laughs> like, just waving this massive crying Jordan head. When's this from? So <laughs> so this year or something? It's, it's a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot the weather beat North Carolina. It's... Uh, yeah, it's a yeah a college game. Try and find that photo. It's classic. Right. And I, I think I think I just sort of a caption like for anybody who thought the Isaiah Thomas Michael John beef wasn't real. <laughs> it's quite funny they get him on that last dance basically just to stick the knife in as well. It's quite like you know, he, I, I'm surprised he agreed to be interviewed for it. Fair play to him for just be like yeah, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They fucking they hammer home the sort of dream team thing and stuff uh, in in quite a fashion. Um, but yeah, I found it entertaining. It's uh, it's all good fun. Yeah, Gavin. Yeah, no, uh, no, yeah. Word to, word to Jeff Van Gundy and his hair and his suits. Uh, his and, dolphin uh, dive and his straight dive. down on the floor there. Dolphin dive. And yeah, I'll catch up with you soon, brother. Thanks for your time. Yes, yes. Take care. All right, bro. Stay vigilant. Yeah. Or is it stay aware? I can't remember. Who oh, knows? Stay enough. alive. Listen to John Travolta. Stay frosty. <laughs> stay frosty. Stay frosty. That's yeah. what I'm going for. <laughs> Alright bro. Alright, take it easy. Alright man, catch up with you soon. Take care. Alright, cheers. Alright, bye. Bye.